0: what's up everyone welcome to episode 27 of preloaded my name is josh Finderup, and i'm joined as always by the other half of preloaded jackson Vanover. how you doing
1: this week jackson I'm doing great, Josh. Getting back into the normal swing of things. We had so much news and some exciting PlayStation stuff to talk about. So yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, it feels like everybody was kind of saving their news for this week. We got a uh, you know BlizzCon happened last week, and then we got some uh, pretty big Bioware news recently that we're going to be reacting to some Sony news, and then on top of all that, we have the State of Play that just happened. We're literally recording this minutes after the state of play, and we're going to react to that. That's actually going to be our deep dive discussion. So you want to stay tuned for all of that. But first, preloaded posts every Friday. We post on both of our YouTube channels. I'm Quest Mode on YouTube, and Jackson is E. So if you want to watch us, you can check the episodes out there. Or if you prefer to listen, you can get the audio versions over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you are listening on any of those platforms, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review if you're enjoying the show. Drop a five-star review and uh, let people know why you enjoy listening. You can also write into Preloaded at the email address preloadedpodcast at gmail.com. And you can write in with whatever you want, but we'd love to get your questions. Uh, We... Dive into our mailbag at the end of every episode. And so, if there's anything you want to hear us discuss, send us a question and maybe you'll, uh, uh, we'll read your question and discuss it here on the show. And with all that out of the way, we are going to kick the show off as we always do with our segment, What the Hell Have You Been Playing?
1: So, Jackson, what's been on your, uh, what have you been playing? So, Josh, the last week it's been more the same, um, more Valheim for me. Uh, I've been pretty sucked into that experience and that game. Uh, It's great to see it keep crushing it in sales. I think they passed 4 million sales recently, so that's awesome. But um, it's been sucking me in big time in survival games. Yeah, like I've been saying, they just don't do that for me. Um, But I also spent an hour the other day playing Skyrim, and I couldn't tell you why, honestly. I started a new character, an orc. I messed around um, for about an hour. I got to... Uh, like the first blacksmith area before Whiterun, and I put it back down. Um, It was just one of those weird urges that I just acted on, (laughs) and that's all I have to say. (laughs) Do you think you'll keep playing it, or are you done? You got your fix. You know, I may play it a bit more. I want to capture some footage for a video. That's kind of the reason I I got into it, but I also just got sucked into the experience, so I think I will go back, yeah.
0: Yeah, nice. If I did that, I'd go stealth all the way uh, with my (laughs) new obsession um and uh speaking of i've been playing uh, or i finished rather splinter cell chaos theory uh great game um i don't think it holds up quite as well as some of the people who are nostalgic for that game say it does okay. i'd give it a, like a solid 8 out of 10 but it's really easy to see why at the time it was like a 10 out of 10 when it came out uh, really good stealth mechanics really uh, good level design for the first half of the game the level design in my opinion drops way off in the second half of the game but uh, overall definitely worth a playthrough if you haven't played it and you're into stealth games um and then i kicked up you know i really want to get an idea of where the stealth genre kind of came from and that's why i played tenchu last week and so this week i i downloaded thief i broke out the old gaming pc which i rarely do and downloaded thief and thief 2 and thief 1 you know is probably not for me uh the the gameplay-wise, it actually does hold up very well, but the level design is very sprawling. The map system, in my opinion, is not good, so it gets confusing where to go and what to do, and you just kind of wander these empty, sprawling levels. Uh, people say Thief 2 is better, so I'm going to give that a try, and then also Thief 3, which I think is called Thief Deadly Shadows. I'm going to give that a try as well, because uh, every every top 10 list I read about with stealth games puts thief in there somewhere
1: so these are uh you know pretty influential and kind of revered games and i want to check them out that's awesome man so I'm, I'm curious have you played the newer thief that came out like six seven years ago no and i i actually got it on sale a couple weeks ago for like five
0: bucks or something like that and i do want to check it out but i i hear it's just not uh very good that they were kind <laughs> of trying to dumb it down and it, it didn't make people happy at all so
1: i may check it out we'll see Right, it feels like a poor man's, excuse the expression, poor man's um, Dishonored. Yeah, yeah, and just the the mechanics don't seem to fit in
0: with what Thief was back in the day. I mean, these games are old. Like, Thief came out in 98, I think Thief 2 was 99, and so. um, But the the mechanics definitely hold up. Uh, I just wish the level design was a bit better.
1: Gotcha, it's really cool to go back and play older games
0: like that and see how they hold up. Yes. Yeah, it is very cool. I love it. I mean, I'm nostalgic for this kind of graphic style that they have because that's when I got into gaming. But uh, one thing I will say is I remembered I was reminded of why I do not like PC gaming. You got to download a patch to get these games to work the way that, you know, they work without the patch, but you really want to download the patch. You got to do that. I had to upload my update my drivers and then I still had stuttering frame rates and
1: PC gaming, man, it is not for me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I bounce back and forth, but I hate everything that you're talking about. That's the worst part of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, you know, once I got it running, it it was like probably well over 60 frames per second. and looks looks great. But anyways, uh, that is uh, what we have been playing. We're now going to get into the top stories, and there are a bunch of them this week. So I'm going to rattle through these pretty quickly. And Jackson, just feel free to chime in, interrupt me. Whenever you have something to interject, (laughs) but just so we have enough time to really dig into our deep dive discussion, I'm going to get through some of these very quickly. So kicking off the uh, list with some stories that came out last week, Watch Dogs Legion's online mode was revealed and it is, or revealed in full, I guess, and it's coming out March 9th and you'll have several different modes here. It's a mix of kind of like co-op stuff and PvP stuff. Uh, very, to me it looks cool, but me not being the multiplayer guy, it's probably not going to get me back into Watch Dogs. Next, this also happened last week, BlizzCon, as I mentioned at the top of the show happened, and Diablo 2 Resurrected was probably the biggest standalone announcement from the show, so this is coming out to PC, for PC and consoles in 2021. It's got updated graphics, and uh, it's got Actually, speaking of graphics, you can kind of switch back and forth between the old graphics and the new graphics. So that's cool. And it is a very, very faithful uh, recreation of the previous game. Then Xbox has some rumors swirling around it. Uh, The rumor is that they're going to hold a event next month, similar to kind of like a state of play. I don't know what they're calling their events these days, but that it's going to focus maybe around uh, the Bethesda acquisition that maybe they're going to Uh, solidify what is going to be the exclusivity around those games the Bethesda games and they also there is a I don't know if you saw this Jackson but there's a rumor that they may announce a Starfield release in 2021.
1: Yes yeah that's the big rumor right now and um, some people I trust online are actually pretty uh, positive that that's going to happen which I just like can't conceivably think about that. For some reason, in my mind, that doesn't seem possible. But I would be very happy to be wrong.
0: Yeah, me too. I think this has got to be one of my most, uh, even though we don't know much about it, it's one of my most hyped uh, uh, Xbox exclusives. I'm going to call it an exclusive. I think it will be. But uh, we <laughs> Yeah, me will, too. We will ho- yeah, we will hopefully find out more about that in March. So stay tuned if you're an Xbox uh, gamer and uh, uh, Bethesda fan. Uh, next. think this also happened last week Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is uh, getting a new developer they're completely switching development studios and as a result it has been delayed out of 2021 and we don't really know when that game's coming just that it is not getting uh, completely abandoned it's still in development so if you're a a Vampire the Masquerade fan um, that's some disheartening news for sure next we got a big story from Sony this is Prior to the state of play we got today, there was an interview that was published in GQ Magazine, of all places, where Jim Ryan basically revealed PlayStation VR 2, which is going to be uh, designed for the PlayStation 5. And it has some new features uh, a new controller that is inspired by the DualSense controller, a single cord, so it is not wireless, but hopefully the uh, cord situation will be a little less. Messy than the current PSVR, and then it'll have a higher resolution, better better field of view, and better tracking. So that's exciting if you're a PSVR fan. Also, they mentioned that uh, they're going to be releasing more games for the PC, more first party games for the PC. It sounds like starting with Days Gone, and I don't think they mentioned any other games that they're going to do this with, but the implication was that there will be others down the road, and I don't think that they're going to be releasing any day and date with. Uh, for PC, or at least that was not implied. So that is... Oh, and then the last bit of news was that Gran Turismo 7 got delayed to 2022. Uh, so that's actually a pretty big delay. That's been... They've been kind of pretty confident that that game was going to come in 2021, but
1: not not anymore. Yeah, that, that seems like a big blow. Of course, um, COVID's affecting everything. So that is you know, a result of that, but it's interesting that PlayStation keeps um, diving into PC games. I think it's a great thing. I mean, we've got death stranding now horizon zero dawn and day is gone. So if they can keep doing that, um, I think everyone's going to be happy.
0: Yeah. And Detroit, uh, which I know that's not like, I don't think technically that's first party, but it wasn't exclusive for a long time. So right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that game. Me too. Yeah. So very exciting uh, that more people will get to play these uh, awesome games. So next, we got a, just a huge story, or at least I, I look at this as a huge story. Uh, EA came out and officially let the world know that Anthem is canceled, uh, like it is dead. So uh, this was, I guess there was some meeting at EA, they were kind of weighing their options and they ultimately decided that it was not worth rebooting the franchise, which is what they were planning on doing. Uh, and so, yeah, if you were an Anthem player and you were looking forward to what it was called Anthem Next, it's just not a thing anymore. I'm, Jackson, I'm curious to hear your reaction to this news.
1: Yeah, it was a. It's like a little bit of a bummer. Um, I think everyone kind of knows there's a general sense that Anthem uh, was not a success. Like we know that um, there's a very small contingent of people that really like the game, um, and everyone else kind of moved on from it. So, I I was holding on to a sliver of hope that the reboot would work, because I think it did have some magic in there with the flight and the combat, Um, but I think, ultimately, this is, like, it's one of those bittersweet decisions where it's probably for the best, um, for the future of uh, Dragon Age and and Mass Effect, so, yeah, a bit of a bummer. Yeah, me too. I was, uh, I'm bummed for
0: people who might have been looking forward to this, if, I mean, I don't know how many of them, uh, of you, out there there are, but... That bummed me out. However, I do think this is absolutely the right call, especially with their comments that they were... I don't have any of them in front of me, but you know, EA was... Well, for example, they came out with a story, I think just today or yesterday, that Dragon Age 4 will reportedly now be a fully focused single-player game instead of the multiplayer. I don't know if it was going to be multiplayer-focused, but multiplayer was going to be a component of Dragon Age 4, which I didn't realize, but that's no longer the case. And it seems like they have maybe learned their lesson with... uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order being such a success, and now with Anthem being
1: such a massive failure. Right. I, I think it's very clear. BioWare had been, for a while, very good at one thing. And yeah. so um, it's it's good to see EA let them do what they're going to do. And not to bring this on too long, but I don't know if you saw this, Josh. There was a, an interview with the EA studio uh, like head of everyone and kind of explaining what the relationship is between ea and its studios and she mm-hmm. was kind of suggesting that um they want now to let studios do what they want to do more than they were before so we don't know how long that is going to take for that to actually go into effect but they kind of suggested like Battlefront 2's turnaround was a result of you know dice doing what they thought was yeah. best instead of ea so
0: yeah that's great and then what uh um respawn has done just in general it seems like that they've been (laughs) ea's been pretty hands-off and they've had two hits on their hands with uh apex and jedi fallen order so very exciting that maybe ea is uh turning things around in terms of their kind of like pr and how they how they handle franchises right i hope so yeah, and then the last little bit of news, uh, just a real quick mention. I got an email this morning. Some of you probably got it as well if you're on the mailing list. Summer Game Fest is coming back in 2021. So Jeff Keighley's like, you know, Google Calendar smorgasbord of stuff is going to happen. Hopefully it's a little more organized this year, But uh, and it'll have E3 to compete with this year apparently as well. So going to be interesting to watch that. Anything to add to the news, Jackson, before we get into our deep dive?
1: Uh, no, that's about it. I'm ready to talk Sony.
0: All right, so with that, we are going to take our first break. And yeah, when we get back, it's going to be all state of play all day. We'll be right back. And we're back. So now we are going to get into our deep dive discussion where we give our reactions to the state of play presentation that Sony just made. Again, we're recording this literally moments or minutes after the show. So uh, I just want to get your overall reaction first, Jackson. What do you think?
1: overall uh josh i was pretty whelmed there's a couple things that i'm interested in um like one good surprise in my opinion uh i was kind of expecting a little bit more maybe something a little bit more splashy but then again i kind of look at the time of the year and think oh i mean it makes sense we're kind of in a down part but yeah that's where i was
0: yeah for me personally i was really happy with the show because there's a lot of stuff in here that speaks to me uh However, I did think that there was a notable lack of any heavy hitters in this presentation. We got no horizon. Uh, I wasn't expecting God of War, but I know some people would have loved to see that. Um, and so just, yeah, those those big first-party tentpole franchises didn't make a showing. So I think that'll disappoint a lot of people. But again, there was a lot of stuff for me personally if you weren't excited about this show, uh, not you, Jackson, but our listeners, um, I, there are some games in here that I think are going to be fantastic, uh, so I do think that there's a lot to look forward to in the first half. Um, you know, we started out with Crash Bandicoot 4 updates, that didn't really do anything for me, although I do own that game and I haven't played it, I'd like to, uh, but then we got into Returnal, which I think continue to look, continues
1: to look great. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I the more I've seen it, the more I've liked it. Um, I think gameplay looks great, but actually, Josh, I think I'm just more interested in, in this story. Um, yeah. it looks very Prometheus to me, which I don't know if you saw that movie. Um, Parts of it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It, it just like very weird, very like Ridley Scott, strange sci-fi that's kind of horror bend, and that very much speaks to me. That's kind of a a genre that I really like. So. I, I love what I saw. Yeah, with
0: the time travel kind of aspect, I, I'm very fascinated with the story as well. And it feels like, even though I didn't play Hades a lot, a lot of th- one of the things I see a lot of people just rave about with that game is how the story unfolded as you made run after run after run. And it seems like Returnal is doing something similar where there's a definite, definite narrative here and in that you're going to be making run after run. It'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. So I, I agree. It looks, it looks very interesting.
1: Yeah, like uncovering memories of her past and and that whole like part of her house appearing in this alien world uh is very compelling to me.
0: Yeah, and I like how she is aware of the changing world. This was something we saw in a trailer that was released before the State of Play event, but you know, it's a procedurally generated world and apparently Celine the main character is observing this and and so that I think that's cool that it's not just Her randomly going through the world again and again, and they have this procedurally generated world. It's not just for the player. Apparently, Celine, you know, it plays into the story. So that's exciting to me. Yeah, me too. I love when games do that. Yeah. So uh, next, we got uh, two games that, you know, to me, were just kind of like somewhat forgettable. Uh, Knockout City and then Sifu. Uh, Knockout City is a multiplayer dodgeball game, and Sifu appears to be some sort of like 3D martial arts brawler. Um, I don't know if any of those spoke to you, Jackson.
1: Actually, Sifu looked pretty darn cool to me, um, mostly because it reminded me of the Raid series, which is um, I don't know if you've seen it, Josh, but a series of Indonesian action films. Where I, I know of them, and I've watched okay. scenes
0: on YouTube, like when
1: people yeah. mention them, and I know it is a
0: it is like. It's like John Woo on steroids, basically, or maybe it even is John Woo. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's awesome, and, and like just that long hallway, uh, fight scene, just that was really cool to me. I also I really dug the art style, um, of Sifu. So like I, I want to see more of the game, obviously, before yeah. I dive head in. But I'm actually gonna be following this. It looks pretty cool to me. Very cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not big on beat-em-ups, but I did like the art style for sure. So uh, we'll see how that shapes up. I think that is coming out in 2021 to PS5. They just said to PS5, not PS4. So we'll see if that's an exclusive. Uh, Next, we got to see Solar Ash. Uh, This game, I think, has a lot of potential, uh, mainly because of the developer who's behind it, Heart Machine. They made... um,
1: hyperlight drifter uh, hyperlight
0: drifter yeah which was just a really well received game I didn't play it but I know people love that game and uh, but it gave me this gave me some serious uh the pathless vibes
1: <laughs> totally that's the first thing I thought is like what, this is a game about movement and adventure yeah. platformer and massive beasts I mean yeah that's pretty much what the pathless had
0: yeah and I hope it's i, I the pathless was good but I hope this is better um, and I'm gonna keep my eye on it uh, I'll definitely uh, check it out when it comes out assuming it doesn't you know tank in the reviews. Next, we got to see Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. I've never played a Five Nights at Freddy's game. I have no interest in them. Yeah, me neither. And yeah, and then we got to see Oddworld Soulstorm, and my interest in this game has gone way up since I've been getting into stealth games because stealth is a huge part of the Oddworld games, and I was really happy to hear that you can go through this game as a pacifist. I'm hoping you can do an entirely uh, non-lethal run that would make me pretty much instantly want to play this game and even i might even play the the new and tasty the prequel to this game
1: uh, as a run-up to it so we'll see gotcha yeah i don't know what it is this game doesn't grip me personally um the only odd world i played though is stranger's wrath which is very different than the, mm-hmm. the mainline games so
0: yeah if you like puzzle solving um and i mean 2d platforming and puzzle solving Mixed with stealth, the, then you should definitely check out this game. Uh, there, the gameplay is solid, and uh, I forget his name, Lauren Lanning, or the guy who narrated this trailer. Uh, he's he, he knows what he's doing. Okay. Uh, so if if yeah, if either of those gameplay genres appeal to you, uh, definitely check this out or keep your eye on it at least. And it's it's free on PS Plus. Right, so, that's a huge plus. Yeah, and it comes out on April sixth, so look forward to that. I was I thought this game looks great it was one of the things that yeah speaks to me but i'm not sure if it speaks to the wider playstation audience but speaking of the next game was the highlight of the show and that's Kana bridge of spirits at least it was the highlight of the show for
1: me i don't know what you thought jackson uh, yeah, I thought it looked gorgeous. I mean, everyone's been saying this since it was revealed. It looks like you're playing a Pixar movie. Um, what stood out actually most to me, first off, the release date of August 24th, that's awesome. Um, I think maybe some people were expecting sooner, but I think that's great. I'm excited to play this game in six months. Um, but outside of that, the combat looks awesome. And and I was a little mm. worried that this might be sort of simplistic um, or you know, focus on the way it looks rather than mechanics but mechanically it looks really sound which is awesome yeah in some of the research
0: i've done for a few of my videos uh you have this staff which i th- i don't know if it casts magic or if it's just a melee weapon but the staff doubles as your bow and arrow yeah. which is kind of cool so you won't have to like switch back and excuse me you won't have to switch back and forth between your bow and your staff which is neat it, it does
1: sort of feel like a multi-tool of sorts
0: yeah. And uh my, one of my notes I wrote down is I wonder how tough the combat will be because it almost looked kind of Souls-like. There were a lot of big bosses and yeah. Uh, yeah, I just wonder how, <laughs> at the how very tough end. it will be. Yep. So, yeah, this game looks awesome. Uh I I do think it's going to be somewhat short from what I've read, but that's fine with me. I'm totally cool with like a you know 10 to 12 hour experience if that's what it ends up being. Me too. I actually don't want more from this game personally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, Uh, That is, uh, again, for me, that was the highlight. Yeah, it comes out August 24th. I think they had actually previously said it was coming out in March, so I think that was kind of officially a delay, but uh, August 24th, um, very cool, exciting to look forward. And next, we got to see what is my most anticipated game of this entire show, Deathloop. I think this is going to be, assuming Arcane lives up to their standard of quality, I think this is going to be a game of the year contender, not just for me, but for many people out there. This game just looks awesome.
1: It does like it. It's just bursting with flavor and personality. Um, and I loved. I don't know if you got this, but did you get a James Bond vibe from this trailer? Yeah, like the I intro. Actually was gonna mention that.
0: Uh, yeah. there Well, I know that it was inspired. Uh, like, so I'm I'm working on a video about Deathloop right now, and I've done a lot of research, and there's a lot of stuff to dig into with this game. If you know where to look, just if you basically if you Google like Deathloop interviews. You'll find some really interesting stuff. And, uh, yeah, part of the inspiration came from just one artist who made the uh, the posters for some 60s movies. And they decided to make, I don't know if it was based off of that art style, but they decided to set the whole game in the 60s. And, you know, that's when James Bond got started. And it's where right. a lot of the, that style kind of came from. But, yeah, definitely feels James Bond-ish. And I, I love that this trailer did, again, not to set, beat a dead horse here, but it kind of focused on a few of these stealth abilities apparently there'll be an invisibility ability and you'll be able to use disguises which from my research might be limited to the female assassin not cult
1: uh, which oh, is wow. interesting that yeah. is interesting um shoot uh, it's, her name starts with a J I can't remember it Juliana Juliana there we go mm-hmm. um yeah did Juliana's model change did you pick up on that Josh yeah
0: she looked a little younger in this uh yeah. so maybe uh or maybe her like Her gameplay model is different than what we've seen in CG. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it looked a little different.
1: Um, not but- that that's a big deal. Yeah, that doesn't bother me in any way. Um, the The art style is so striking in this, and it's very arcane, like playing yeah. Dishonored. Of course, you can tell that. Um, it's not trying to be ultra, ultra realistic to life, but I, I think it really works. No, it totally does. Uh, I think that you know, having
0: played Dishonored, which has the the first one, which has a pretty basic art style because it is you know a PS3 game on Unreal Engine three, it didn't affect the gameplay at all. I like honestly, the visuals. I think they look fantastic, but this game could look like anything, and I'd I'd play it. <laughs> um, <laughs> totally, the concept's yeah, the- amazing. And from the research I've done, the way the world unfolds sounds fascinating. Like it takes place in, uh, there's a time loop, obviously, and if you don't kill all eight of your targets by the end of the day, by midnight, you have to start over. But time is not in real time. You literally can take as much time as you want through each of the four areas in the game, which is really cool. So you can play it as slow and stealthy as you want, or you can go through and just blast everybody away. Um, uh, So, I'm yeah, I just can't say enough good things about what i've read so far about this game
1: i really can't either and i'm just gonna do this on the fly i don't know if you know when does this game come out it's may, may right May
0: 24th or 21st may 21st uh, me,
1: yeah there it is so not long yeah uh, that's 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 really close i mean that's three months away yep
0: yeah. so anyways this is uh again probably my most it is my most anticipated game of the year i don't know if that that uh, it's true for a lot of you listeners out there but definitely don't sleep on it um and then lastly we got a huge final fantasy 7 remake update which i didn't expect and if i was disappointed about one thing in the show it's that they saved this for their finale um i liked final fantasy 7 remake but i'm kind of good on this game until they come out with part two you know and so i know you didn't play it or did, did you play it you didn't play it did you
1: no, I didn't play it, um, and, and I'm glad you said that because I I literally know so little about it that I thought maybe this was part two. So it's not. This is like a DLC plus a PS5 upgrade.
0: Yeah, it is cool that they're adding. Uh, now, I I always pronounced her name as Yuffie, but I think that maybe in this trailer they pronounce it as Yuffie. I'm not Yuffie. sure, but yeah, um, she's a main character in the in the in the original game. She's a huge part of the story, so it's very cool that they're bringing her in. Uh, but I'm not sure how it's going to work as, like, a DLC. um, I hope that there's not as much filler in this as there was in the... uh, I basically hope that it's all story content, not these side missions that they had. And if it is, I'll definitely play it, because I don't want to miss a single beat of this remake. But, um, yeah, this was not what I was hoping for in terms of the kind of
1: finale of this show. Right. Uh, It definitely wasn't for me, just because I have no interest in it and and let me just say first off it looks like awesome content like it looks very well made it just doesn't yeah. uh, specifically appeal to me
0: yeah yeah and uh so this comes out on uh June 10th of 21 and it also featured a bunch of they they highlighted a bunch of upgrades for the PlayStation 5 which is cool uh it seems like this is going to be a free upgrade i don't know if they mentioned that i can't imagine that it yes. will be but um you do yeah. have to pay yeah, okay, so, but you do have to pay for the uh, the side content, the inter- intergrade, I think is what they're calling it. <laughs> Weird um, name, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, uh, you can just count on, uh, well, I guess Square Enix doesn't always do it, but yeah, the their Japanese stuff, like, uh, what's the other one that... Uh, Kingdom Hearts has horrible Kingdom naming Hearts, conventions. Kingdom Hearts, and then Nier, Nier uh, mm-hmm. Automatica, that version 1.2756. <laughs> 3429 <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: a to- there's totally a reason behind that.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm not <laughs> one to speak cuz I have not played those games. But anyways, that's what we got to see. Uh for me, the highlights were Returnal, um uh Oddworld, Kina, and Deathloop. And that's enough, you know, like like you said at the beginning for the this time of year, I that gives me a lot to look forward to. Um, and not too much, actually. I don't feel like I'm going to be overwhelmed with games this spring. Knock on wood. I mean, that's a, that's a good problem to have. But uh, I feel like I'll get be able to get to most of this stuff.
1: I think so, too. And, yeah, for me, I'd say it's definitely Returnal, Sifu, um, Keena, and Deathloop. Th- those were the highlights um, for me. And I'm, I'm okay that I didn't like the other ones, you know. I, I don't have to like every game they show yeah if i uh before we
0: finish up if there was one thing that you wanted to see that they didn't show what would that be it would definitely be
1: horizon without a doubt um I, i just i there's no reason for them to have had something ready it's it's very much probably an unrealistic expectation i think um even though i am someone who like really wanted to see that so yeah i don't know i mean they seem insistent that this game is coming out
0: this year and uh uh, yeah, I, I think it was—I was surprised not to see Horizon in any shape or form here, and it does make me wonder, you know, whether we are going to get it this year, but with no Gran Turismo and God of War being—I don't know if it's unlikely that that game comes out, but seems like the schedule for Sony is thinning out a little bit.
1: Yes, and, and we also didn't see Ratchet, which I thought was a little interesting. Oh, yeah. Um yeah considering that game's coming out, they just re- announced the release date of June 11th. So, uh, or is it July? One of those, I think it's uh, June, yeah. June. Yeah. So that, that was weird to me. And uh, one more thing. Oh, I completely forgot it. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, those were some, uh, some, uh, like I said, some heavy hitters that just didn't, this, this was kind of like the, uh, the double a, uh, um, show. Show with, uh, yeah, maybe Deathloop and Returnal. You know, I know they're pitching Returnal as a A game, and um, uh, I think Deathloop, we'd be doing a disservice to call that a double A game. But, uh, <laughs> right Anyways, so, yeah, let us know in the comments. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know what you thought of the show. We'd love to hear. Uh, um, I'll be really curious to see the reactions, even when we just log off to see what people are saying about this on Twitter. Uh, right. Because I-, I loved it, but I do have a feeling that, yeah, overall people might be a little disappointed. And with that, we are going to wrap up our discussion on the state of play, and we're going to take our second break. When we get back, we're going to dig into our mailbag. We'll see you in just a sec. And we're back. Time to read one of our reader questions uh, as we dig into our mailbag. This week, we're going back to good old Brock. Brock, thanks for the question. Uh, If you want to have your question read on the show, you can write into preloaded podcast at gmail.com so brock asks with the recent success of valheim selling 3 million copies which i think now it's 4 million in early access it got me wondering if early access is actually a good thing or not i can personally attest to games in which i have been allowed to play early in which it convinced me not to buy the game so the question is should companies roll the dice on allowing early access to their games be it demos betas or actual early access
1: so if you're going to ask me, um, I generally don't like early access. I'm with, I'm with Brock. I don't think it's a good idea to show a, a really unfinished product, generally speaking. But then you have success stories like Hades, like Valheim, yep. um, that have just blown up immediately or slowly built up and then released fully and everyone loves it. So it's hard for me to say, no, you can't do early access. But when you're talking about like demos and betas, for me... Um, I, I think your game needs to be in a really good place in order to show it off. Um, otherwise, it can leave a bad taste in your mouth. The uh, example in my head is Fallout 76 had a beta. That beta just wasn't very good, and it didn't leave yeah. a good impression, and that lasted towards the the, the full game. Yeah, the, the only thing I'll add there, I agree with pretty much everything you said. The only thing I'll add is
0: that uh, a early access version or a beta is a much better option than a full release at full price like Anthem, you know, uh, right? If you're going to release a game and it's not ready, or heck, even Cyberpunk, like I don't think that they would have considered a early access or beta, but they clearly released that game when it was not done. So, if there is an option on the table for developers, I would much rather they release an unfinished game as early access than, you know, basically pitching it as the finished product. So,
1: right, that's very uh, well
0: said. Yeah. So, uh, thanks again, Brock, for the question. We are now going to sign off. And before we do, Jackson, did you have anything
1: to uh, plug on your channel? So I'm actually bouncing between two ideas. I don't know which one is going to make it, but I'm either going to do like a very heavy, deep Valhalla critique or um, kind of an anthem post-mortem. So one of those two, look for it on my channel soon.
0: Nice. And on my channel, I just posted a uh, video Detailing 10 details that we actually know about Far Cry. We don't know a ton, but there are some details out there if you do some digging, which I did. So if you're curious about Far Cry 6, go uh, check out that video. Uh, it needs the views. So uh, I'll hope to see you over on my channel. And with that, we are going to sign off. Uh, you can catch me on social media. I'm uh, at Quest Mode Games. Jackson, where can people find you?
1: I'm at JV on YT. Nice. And we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys.